0: Stay tuned after this episode to listen to me on the Princess Pod.
1: This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast, he has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R E E L J P.com. Let's start the show.
2: All right, I'm Evan Bauer. This is the Nerdball Podcast. Is the Nerdball podcast with Lorenzo Melcher? All
1: right, Evan. Thanks for coming back on the podcast, man. I uh, I like when people reach out and say, "Hey, can I come back on?" You know, it a couple of things like you had fun the first time, so you want to come back on, and and you know that you you uh, have stuff to talk about, you know, or yeah. and, and we always we talked about it before, we had good conversations, so. Uh, um, I'm not worried about that um your basketball season started uh you've you had a game yet have you
2: no Friday's opening okay.
1: day. Scoot a little either closer or bring that to you Friday yep. Friday yeah are you guys at home or are you uh,
2: we're at Woodward oh okay um, right. we've you... had five scrimmages in the last two and a half weeks so okay um so feels like we're ready is that um, normal it seems like
1: a lot of scrimmages
2: five is the limit. Okay. Um, all right. we usually do 4 and we'll save one um just in case we need it down the road yeah. cuz you can still scrimmage um late in the season if you want. Okay. But we just felt like with our group um yeah. we're senior heavy so we didn't feel like we would need it later on. Mm-hmm. Um we have 8 seniors. Oh wow. Um four starters are going to be seniors um and we have one sophomore who actually played freshman last year and okay. made the jump all the way to varsity oh nice Um, he was our best freshman player averaged 15 a game which is pretty good for freshmen yeah considering six minute quarters and whatnot um man it seems like those games gotta go by so fast they do (laughs) um so we're really excited um i mean you know because you follow the area we have sean craig back yeah um He's 2 points away from being the all-time leading scorer. Oh, really? So, we expect in the first minute and a half that yeah. he's our all-time leading scorer. Big um, celebration. He'll, yep, he'll pass um Aaron West. Oh, that um, was just recent then. Um, yeah, Aaron Recently. was 2016 grad and then okay. Alec was second. Okay. Um, and now he'll be he'll pass both of them. Wow. Like he already passed Alec last year. Um, and it, the cool thing is, is his first two varsity points were at Woodward, mm-hmm. and his record-breaking should be at Woodward. That's, that's so, nuts. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I've ever heard of anything <laughs> like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he just signed with University of Indianapolis, yeah. Division two. You know, I, I've never heard of that school until last year. Our
1: big offensive lineman, Cade Zimmerle, he was going to sign with that same school, uh, to play football, and then right at the last minute, I think when the word got out, like, "Hey, I'm going to go here," because he put out, like, "Hey, I'm going to go here, this and that," and then BG came and said, "Hey, come here and play." Okay, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so I've never even heard of that school, but that that's that's awesome because it's. I know for him and even Alec West, you guys are like, man, why aren't people mm-hmm. like coming to get these kids? And that happens all the time for me too on football. Like, maybe it's because
2: obviously we're biased, but we can we see this every day. Like this kid is going to be good, right? And I I think especially with him more than Alec even. The transfer portal is just is killing high school kids right now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Free transport uh, transfers and um, extra years with the covid yep. year. Um, colleges are looking at kids and saying, I can go get this 22 year old for a year mm-hmm. who I know what I know what he can do because he's played college basketball or, yeah. or college football this high school kid might be a project like Mm -hmm. I I think Sean's going to step in and be great right away again I see him every day though um but that that's really hurt his recruiting um a lot of division ones are just going to smaller d1s and taking kids that they see yeah um play that game like um
1: I I was talking to the uh Parisburg baseball coach last year and he said it's just like, well, he's he was a junior last year, you mm-hmm. know, and Craig, and, and uh, he's like, ju- it's hurting juniors the most mm-hmm. that COVID year because basically colleges are skipping a whole class. Definitely. Say, hey, we don't need to try to recruit juniors right now. We can just go right to sophomores because a lot of our guys are going to stay.
2: Yeah. You know. And and Ashlyn was one of Sean's choices, um, one of his final three. And um, this year was their – that year they oh, yeah. had yeah. they had i think six seniors come back that, oh, wow. that could have left so they're a national championship contender this year yeah but um i'm happy for sean yeah. um he he had one division one offer um four division two offers so we're excited for him yeah um and he he's a guy that is super humble um we've talked about it before like he yeah. he doesn't boast about it he doesn't show off or anything and and same thing with this game like if you watch us play he's not like doing anything to to look at me yeah exactly it's all about how can i make this oh how can i win this game how can we win this game yeah
1: yeah and 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 again seeing him every day knowing that it makes you like man he's gonna like you said he's gonna do well there or they're gonna like him you know do you as as because you're a varsity assistant right Mm mm-hmm do you do you get to talk to college coaches, or is that more just the varsity coach? Like, if they want to talk to, about certain players.
2: Um, so usually, when when like a college comes in to look at one of our guys, they'll bring three or four of their coaches. Uh-huh. So like, um, what was it Northwood University came um, to look at him right before he made his decision, uh-huh. and one of their assistant coaches was Darvin Ham's son. Um, Darvin Ham played in the NBA. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. He's the Bucks' lead assistant right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I was sitting there talking to him for probably a good 45 minutes yeah. and then he had mentioned his dad was Darvin Ham and I go, God, now like he looked just <laughs> like him. I was like, how did I not know that right, a- yeah, right away? But, yeah. but it was really cool. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, usually, um, Jeremy will talk to the head coach, um, and then the assistants and, and our assistants kind of just... Because we're there, make yeah. conversation and talk about them, and yeah, and how we're gonna do, how they're gonna do, so it's got to be
1: fun to talk to like just someone at the next level, like to be able to talk to them because I'm sure even even they're know they're they're recruiting looking at certain players, you can still ask them questions about certain things, you know, like hey uh when a team does this, what do you guys do or or mm-hmm. you know stuff like i know i I enjoyed it when I went to u t one of their spring practices, and then I got to, at the time I was a receivers coach, so I got to hang out there receivers coach all day and just, like, just talking to him about certain things. It, yeah. It, you know, it could, it's definitely going to help. It's not going to hurt you. you right. Know?
2: Yeah, and we, it, it's the same thing with um, one of our assistant coaches was Denny Shoemaker. He just retired. Um, it, it's kind of the same thing that I did with him. I just picked his brain all mm-hmm. the time because he had been coaching for 35 years. Yeah. So like anytime we we could be in a game practice whatever I'd be like hey Denny what would you do right here like just because yeah. I wanted to know and and because I want to keep continue to grow mm-hmm. um, so same thing with college coaches like um, Ashland's head coach is a Northview grad oh wow okay um, and he played for Denny so even when he come he would come to our workouts to watch Sean mm-hmm. and he would say hey. I have some ideas for more workouts. I'm like, yeah, bring them to yeah. me. Like, give give me whatever you have, because yeah. um, I always I always want to grow. So you know, the, the head coaches that have been around so long, like Danny, like you said, 35 mm-hmm.
1: years, um, that that shows that they're willing to change how they do stuff too. Because I don't think you can last that long doing the same stuff over and over, not developing, uh, not just developing the players, but develop yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, the game's changing. You know, just like the NBA, it isn't the same as it was 10 years ago, 20 years years ago, or 30 years ago. Right. You know, but you have, you have to be able to change, and especially in high school. Because high, high school, you can kind of be like, hey, this is how I do things because they're high school kids. Mm-hmm. But I think you still need to have some sort of, like, mindset of saying, okay, we're moving to do this certain thing or that certain thing.
2: Right. And and when Denny was a head coach, um, like, his most successful years were, like, early 2000s. Three-point line wasn't huge yet. Yeah. Yeah. Three-point line is half of our shots. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, I think that alone for him, like, and not to mention, he was a head coach for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. To be able to kind of, like, take the back seat and, and not be like, oh, I know what I'm talking about, and, mm-hmm. and being able to respect, like, how Jeremy coaches and his philosophy and learning that. And, I mean, he, he's he's one of the best coaches that I've ever been around. And that's I mean,
1: that's got to be tough, too, for the new head coach to have – the old head coach there. Mm -hmm. I know with our, with coach Connor coming in for football, he always made points to say like, Hey, we're changing this. Not because it was bad. Just Mm -hmm. because I want to change this stuff, you know, but then to have that guy there, um, I'm sure there's, there's some, you gotta be walking on, on uh, tiptoes sometimes. Yeah. You know?
2: And, and Denny, so Denny was the coach and then there was a coach in between him and Jeremy. Okay. Um, but Jeremy went to him and said, hey, I'd love to have you on staff. Oh, nice. Okay. And and was kind of worried about that, though. Like, yeah. no, this is how you should do it. But it wasn't that way. <laughs> yeah. He let Jeremy kind of do his thing, and it's obviously worked out. We've been really successful. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you ever and, – and now wouldn't be the time to worry, but because you're so senior heavy, like, do you – because I, I think – because I know I do it, I I never stop thinking about what's coming next. Even mm. at practices, we're like, okay, what do you think about this kid? Next, you're halfway through the season. What do you think about this kid? What's he going to do for us next year? Do you ever worry about because, like I said, because you're so senior heavy that it's what it's going to do for next season or the season after that?
2: Definitely. Um, we actually in the summertime especially will project our what we think will be our starting lineup in 2022, mm. 23, okay. all the way to all the way to the freshman class. Okay. So obviously they're never right. Yeah. Um, maybe the next year is pretty accurate, but we're looking at these freshmen and saying which ones do we think as juniors are going to be ready to or, help us out. Yeah, you could do that, and then they they decide not to play basketball. Anymore. Exactly. <clears throat> um. So so yeah, we do do that. Um. And I think that's a huge piece to this year's team is we have a sophomore that's going to start. Mm-hmm. Um. Usually you don't you don't get a sophomore that's going to start, especially yeah. on a senior heavy team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the experience that he's going to get, and then we have another sophomore that's six six coming off the bench. The experience they're going to get this year, playing with all those seniors, just the leadership, yeah, and, and playing in big games. I mean, we have a, a loaded schedule this year. Those guys are going to get experience that next year will benefit them huge. Yeah,
1: I know. That, I think that's one reason I like i liked freshmen and i like jv because there's such a big um a big developing thing that i just like to do and i've always been that way even even when i would play like when i play video games like i always liked playing like the younger guys just mm-hmm. for whatever reason it was more fun for me to 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 do that and i like this year we had a freshman quarterback started all our jv games and to see that progression and be able to talk to him about certain things i think we had a game against Southview where we were driving, um, we were down, we were driving with under a minute left, and it was fourth down, and he took a sack, and and he was bummed about it, you know. And I came back, uh, and I I sat down on the bench with him, and I said, Hey, what did you see downfield? Because I was looking at you the whole time. He was like, Everyone was covered. I said, Okay, but it was fourth down, right? He goes, Yeah. I go, With it. and that point, you just got to throw it. Yeah, we got like,
2: we gotta have a chance you got you got to <laughs> give
1: us a chance I go and that's and and I don't like saying it but that's a freshman mistake mm-hmm. but you're a freshman but you'll learn from that going forward and and he appreciated that and and his his parents even came up and talked to me afterwards saying that you know whatever you said I, you know they like seeing that I sat mm-hmm. with them and stuff and but I like that that development and and being able to to get these kids early and hopefully next year they can help the varsity in some way you know right. that, that's my favorite thing is seeing hey this kid was on JV last year and now he's helping you know he's starting whatever for varsity.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's kind of kind of the project with those sophomores right yeah. now. Cause even the one that's that's gonna start, he still has things he has to work on, obviously. He's not he's not gonna be out there putting up 20 points in a game, I don't think. Hopefully he does. Hopefully yeah. I'm wrong. But he's kind of just like he's gonna be a really good defensive player who's gonna have some learning points. Yeah. Um there's gonna be times where he does dumb sophomore things. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Sean Craig as a sophomore, he was our best player, but he still made dumb mistakes, mm-hmm. um, and and I expect that, is especially um, if he's seeing big minutes, that yeah. those mistakes are going to happen.
1: You you got to leave room in there to know, like you said, to know that it is going to happen because mm-hmm. it lessens the for the coach, especially like okay, that's expected. You know, you don't have to jump down his throat or whatever all the exactly. time about it. So, mm-hmm. um, so how many years have you been? This is what season is this for you for for on varsity?
2: Oh, this is my second as the head varsity assistant. Okay. Um my seventh at Northview, ninth overall. Okay. And so you
1: don't so all you do is varsity stuff, yep. right? Do you miss like like being able to to run the show on JV or freshman?
2: I do. Um and that was one of the pieces last year when when Jeremy asked me to make a decision between the two. because mm-hmm. um, he said if you want to come up, I absolutely want you. But if you would rather have your own team, stay on JV. And I told him I need a few days to think about it, and I talked to Kenya, I talked to friends, oh. talked to my brother, mm-hmm. kind of like, what are your guys' thoughts? And they're like, well, it's totally up to you, obviously. If you need to run your own team, then you need to stay at JV. And I thought last year that I would worry about that a little bit. Um I thought going into, like, practices and games, I wouldn't be – as like into it yeah. as I was as a head coach. Yeah. But when that's all you have, like I'm just the varsity assistant, mm-hmm. that's my team. Um whether I'm calling the shots or not. Yeah. Those are my guys, so I was worried that maybe I wouldn't get as upset about losing or as happy about winning because <laughs> I wasn't calling it. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's amplified. I mean, it's even more yeah. because it's it is the top level. Um, of yeah. high school sports. Yeah, I felt that
1: exact same way when I went from freshman to varsity staff and what helped was being able to still call the offense for a JV. Mm-hmm. But being on the sideline um, is, you, everything is ramped up. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I was excited when things happened to freshmen, but, When freshmen are watch when we're playing freshman games, it's their parents, you know, and a few and a few friends, you know. (laughs) So the environment is so different. And before our our last playoff game that we played this year, our head coach asked me, he goes, What's where he said, Were you there when you beat uh um oh what school was that? I can't remember. Oh, Maslin. Maslin came to Perrysburg. Mm He's like, Were you there when you guys won fifty six to seven? I said, Yeah, but I was a seventh grade coach. He goes, Was that was that was probably one of your favorite games though? I said, no. I said, last week when we beat Fairmont 14 to nothing, that was my favorite game. Yeah. He's like, really? I go, it's different when, yes, I was on the sideline and I got to be there, but it's different when you're actually coaching the kids that are playing the game. Right. And that was by far my favorite game. Mm-hmm. Being at home, a regular playoff game, not COVID. Right. Uh, beating a team that beat us 41-14 the previous season in the playoffs at home. It was awesome. And it's because you're there. You're mm-hmm. with them every day. And- and it didn't it it being the head coach or not being a head coach, it didn't change that
0: feeling.
2: Right. And and kind of going off of that, like being <laughs> being with them every day. Mm-hmm. Last year was a weird year, obviously, with COVID. We yeah. we had limited fans to parents basically only. Mm-hmm. So one piece that we missed last year was just that that camaraderie and that like closeness feel of a team. Yeah. Because we weren't able to do like after school things mm-hmm. together, we we went to practice, we went home, yeah. we went to games, we went home. Plus, we were shut down for six weeks, so we played nineteen games in forty days. <laughs> there wasn't much time to to be friends yeah. and, and talk and stuff. Yeah. So this year we've we when we met in the in the fall to kind of say what do we need to do differently this year? Like how how can we make this the best experience for everybody? One of the main things was to build that so that we feel like a team, that we feel like a family. So one thing that we're doing is every Monday we have a discussion. Um, we we take the first 15 minutes of practice, sit in the locker room, and talk. Uh-huh. Um, and and we had all of our kids read a book called Chopping the Wood, uh-huh. or Keep Chopping Wood, sorry. Um, I read it, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and all it is is it's a motivational book, and it's a kid um, – went from he was a sophomore in high school playing football and he got moved up to varsity and they were doing all the little things all the things that are boring to most kids Mm -hmm. and he went home and he said why am I doing this like I thought going to varsity was going to be like everybody's gonna be on fire we're gonna go he's (laughs) like we're doing all the stuff that I learned in in seventh grade and so he ended up going with his grandpa one day to chop wood and his grandpa explained to him the the wood we chopped today is going to be for next winter. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's got to sit for nine months before we can actually use it to burn. And he was like, well, why would we be doing that work now? And it was kind of like what you do now prepares you for later on. Yeah. And in the whole book then, like his his life kind of turned around with that. Um, so he went back to practice and explained to his coach, like, I've been slacking and, and this is why my grandpa taught me this lesson. And that became their team motto: is keep chopping wood. Mm-hmm. So, all the all the little things that you do in the fall are to prepare you for March, yeah. is what we're telling our guys. What we did in the summer prepared us for right now to get ready for the season. And so that's our motto this year: is keep chopping wood. Nice. So we everybody read the book, and every Monday we take a, a section of the book and kind of break down like what it was talking about. Um, it was like. Um, who are your leaders, like, what are some um, things that you need to work on yourself, like, so it kind of reflects back on everything and and you can kind of hold yourself accountable as well as, like, reflect on on who helps your team and, and what kind of kills a team. Yeah. Like, we talked about, um, like, the vampires that suck all the energy, like yeah. energy vampires mm-hmm. and stuff like that, And and so far, I feel like this is one of our closest teams and we haven't even played a game yet.
1: It's good to have those different things, too, like because you don't expect – I mean, you expect to play basketball at basketball practice, um, but you don't expect to have a conversation. And as I would imagine as the season goes on, you guys continue to do this, it changes uh, thinking for some kids uh, or maybe even some coaches on, on how they go about things or, mm-hmm. or um, how they think of a certain kid, like, oh – he hasn't said anything for six weeks about anything. And what this particular part of the book, he, he really, he started talking about it because mm-hmm. it resonated with him.
2: Absolutely. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and we really pumped up our schedule this year. So we're playing St. Ignatius, who's always number one in the mm-hmm. state. We're playing Chelsea, Michigan, who has a D one prospect. We're playing in Lima senior showcase. We're playing in Ypsil in Yipsa at a showcase. Um, And we keep telling them, like, all these games, like, we don't want – St. Ignatius is going to be better at every position than us. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to expect them to beat us by 35. They should beat us by 35. They're number one in the state. But we keep telling them what we're doing now is going to prepare us for games like that. Yeah. And they're going to come in and think they're going to beat us by 35, and they're going to be in for a rude awakening because this team is way too good and way too close to allow something like that to happen, so that'll be a game that people will look back on i think and and really their eyes will open up like wow, Northview might be legit
1: is that the game home
2: uh it's actually it? at rossford on m o k day oh okay um they're doing like they they do an all day showcase, so okay. games start at like nine a m oh really, and go till seven at night,
1: oh that's awesome yep oh
2: so we we took on the big dog <laughs> <laughs> how do you uh- how do
1: you like? You sign up for the showcase, and how do they? How do you? How do you figure out teams or parents?
2: Um, so, last year we played St. John's in it, mm-hmm. um, and it. They, I think they, I could be wrong, um, but I think they offer you. Like, are you okay with playing this team? Oh, okay, okay. Um, we were supposed to play Onstead, um, and St. Ignatius being so far away was supposed to play Rossford last, because obviously Rossford wants uh, to play the last game of their own showcase. Yeah. But they, it was—it's a Monday night. They have school the next day, so they asked if they could move to an earlier slot, and we said we'll take them on. Oh, awesome! I mean, we'll yeah, play, t- I we'll mean, play anybody. <laughs> yeah, you—you
1: had to take those challenges, and and sometimes it's forced upon you. I know mm-hmm. for for Perrysburg, for football, we kind of had to start going out further because teams around here didn't when we were going through our our. You know, 14, 15, 16, fifteen, sixteen—really good stretches. Mm-hmm. There's teams that's like, well, we we're just going to lose to them. Why are we going to play them? All that's the City kind Kings of where moves. we are right now. Yeah, so we, you know, that's why we started playing Dublin teams mm-hmm. in Dublin. You know, that are home and homes with them, and yep. and we put Finley on the schedule, and uh, we we always play a Catholic school. You mm-hmm. know, all that's going to change now with realignment, but right. um, which <laughs> we we were talking about that as a coaching staff and how how much it's going to change. Uh, but you know that too, being in mm-hmm. NLL. Um, but it's a uh, you're forced to step up your competition sometimes, and sometimes it's it's games like the showcase where you can be like yes, let's let's take them. We'll take right, them. right.
2: Yeah. Like, um, yeah, we we were two games short, so we emailed every coach in Ohio and said <laughs> somebody play <laughs> us. We ended up getting Chelsea Michigan in one of those, yeah, because um, we had to go to Michigan because we were like somebody play us, and then we got the the Ypsilini yeah. tournament as well out of that.
1: Do you only play one game at that showcase? Yeah. Okay. So
2: it's just a one day thing. Um, so I guess it's not like really a tournament. It's just trying and get the best talent they can in the yeah. area. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. So we're playing at the Ypsilanti one. We're playing Ann Arbor Pioneer.
1: That's a showcase, also. Yep. Okay. Yep. All
2: right. And that one, that one is right
1: before Christmas. Okay. Well, one of my uh, one of the things I like when we play new new uh, teams is I like going when we go to their place and like see their facilities. Mm-hmm. Because it gives it gives us ideas, or you know, our athletic director would look at certain things and like, oh, that, that'd be nice to have, or hey, we have something better than that, or whatever, you know. But it's cool to see facilities. Yeah, you know, I like that. Have stuff. you
2: have you seen Rossford's basketball facility? Uh, I just in pictures, <laughs> oh just in pictures. God. That thing is ridiculous. Is it? it I mean, <laughs> the the tunnel, like the the locker rooms and stuff, yeah. is basically toledo yeah like it, it's insane it's <laughs> it's really cool
1: you know what's really nice when they give uh they give the visiting team like good locker rooms yeah you know
2: i know because <laughs> even at toledo when we play there for districts sometimes we get put in the girls golf locker room yeah? there's like five feet of space <laughs> <laughs> we got 15 people in this in this 10 by 10
0: room yeah
1: that's great that's awesome <laughs>
2: Well, when we were at uh,
1: when we went to Marysville, they their stadium was brand new last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was real nice, man. They have real their school looks nice. They have just their baseballs, all their athletic fields are all right there. It Looks really nice. But their visiting locker room was big. It was it was mm-hmm. nice, you know. It's now it's obviously not going to be as nice as the home one. I don't know what that one looks like, but right. it's it's uh, it was comfortable because
2: sometimes you go in certain places like ugh. This yeah. is I <laughs> mean that's going to be Northview. We just got new locker rooms, but they're only for. Oh us. yeah, sure. So the, the visitors still use the old locker rooms, which aren't very nice. Um, but yeah, they put a. We got a new weight room, um, new wrestling room. Oh, nice! And new locker rooms for officials, um, varsity coaches. It's it's really nice. Well, all your facilities. The baseball yeah.
1: and softball diamonds are nice, and obviously yeah. the football field has turf. It's been around for a few years. Yep. Um, I didn't mind going to, the only thing I don't like about Northview Is gotta walk so far um, for the locker room, yeah, yeah. But they put us in the gym, oh, in, in okay. one of the gyms. So it was, it's again, if you can have space, that's really all you need. Give yep. us some space, especially you know? football, yeah. I mean, all those guys, <laughs> yeah. And you know, last year for COVID, we were in uh, the church that's kind of like south of the field. Mm-hmm. We we're at some church there which again has a lot of space, yeah. Which I'll take that over, you know. To, Kids don't need lockers. Right. They just give us some seats and, oh, <laughs> and yeah. some space. throw your stuff down. <laughs> yeah. You got up. a bag, throw it all in there.
2: Yeah. I mean we didn't use locker rooms last year, no matter where we went. Yeah. Because we didn't wanna we didn't wanna ruffle any feathers. We yeah. didn't wanna deal with any COVID stuff. So like even at home, we did all of our pregame stuff in the aux gym. Okay. And that's probably where you guys were. The yes. the back gym. Yeah. Um we anywhere we went, we got dressed in in bathrooms. We got like three at a time in the locker room, yeah. like, and we didn't do like any discussions in there. We just were like, we're not, we're not messing with it. Yep, and that was the weirdest thing. Just like we didn't even get to use our
1: locker room. It's weird, yep. man. <laughs> just right kids, to the sideline.
2: The kids adapted so yeah. well to it, though. Yeah. I mean, they they've done great through all this. I feel like, um, like I said, last year we played 19 games in 41 days and didn't have a single shutdown. Yeah, so.
1: That's I mean, a lot, man. Yeah, that's a that's a game, a game almost a game every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's I can crazy. Imagine that it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Um, I never thought I'd spend a half an hour talking about.
2: I know, high school <laughs> but
1: it's cool, man. I you know, being obviously being the coach and you're a coach too. Yep. It's it's fun to uh, even though it's different sports, it's the same. Yeah, you know and and
2: I mean? we deal with the same kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I know most of. Like or not most of, but some of your kids because mm-hmm. they play basketball. Yeah. Like even Trent Sims and you guys go and follow Trent a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's or uh, not Trent? It's, sorry, it's, Drew. Drew. Drew yeah. I'm thinking of your, <laughs> your Trent Sims. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, that's I tell you what, my kids love. First of all, they love Drew. Yeah. Uh, he's a good dude. Um, he's babysat for them a few times, mm-hmm. and I've I've coached Drew. Um, he was a freshman when I was a freshman coach. And then when I moved up to varsity, they were seniors. So I've coached him quite a bit or been around him. Mm-hmm. And his dad was one of my coaches when I played. He's still coaching now. Oh, nice. Um, he's the head woman's coach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, basketball coach. But, um, it's, it's so fun taking them these games and, and it's, it's funny to me because normally like your first college football game is going to be. At the very least, UT, and BG. <laughs> right. You know, some kids it's Ohio State, yeah. Michigan. For them, it's Heidel- it was Heidelberg. Heidelberg. <laughs> Heidelberg at Adrian was their first foot college football game, and they, pro- and they game. probably thought it was amazing. Oh, they loved it. They, you know what's cool about these little schools? First of all, um, we have more <laughs> field security at our with High School games than some of these <laughs> schools do. Man, I tell you what. So we were at the first one was at Adrian. It was kind of – it was like in a bowl, so the kids the kids didn't sit in seats. They were in on the grass. Yeah, like I the grass saw the picture. Yeah. It, like,
2: it was like being at the Little League World Series. Yeah, man, that's what it was. <laughs> and
1: that's how it was at Ohio Northern. Wow. And for Heidelberg, we didn't even go in the stadium because they have a hill where you can just set chairs out. We didn't even buy tickets, you know. But at Heidelberg, uh, my kids were playing um, behind one of the end zones, and then um, they just walked right onto the field. Wow. And then I went with them. We were – Ten feet from the goalpost. We were just standing back there watching the football game. And like, it, like Nobody no, said anything. No, nobody cared. <laughs> at the first half there was people, kids there at like a table checking passes or whatever. And then after that, they they packed up and we went on the field. Ohio Northern was the same thing. We were probably, I don't know, thirty feet from the end zone. Mm. Just just hanging out because there's that's where the sidewalk goes and there's no fence or nobody to tell you not to. You know? Uh, the only thing that you can't do is I had to use the bathroom, so I walked basically to the 25 and then went in their facilities mm. and they have like little uh gates or whatever so you can't go where the players are sure but uh that last game man uh it was such a good game there were, the Heidelberg was down 26 to 6 uh in the second half it was halftime they came back took the lead 27 26 with a minute 45 left something like that ohio northern came down and scored a touchdown went for two didn't get it so there's 45 seconds left drew throws three passes the third pass was a touchdown pass like 30 some yards uh with eight seconds left and oh my gosh it was so (laughs) fun to watch just back and forth yeah man it was cool and then the angle we were at so we were behind the end zone so i could see the pass how he could see it Mm -hmm. and and the catch and it was they had for whatever reason i talked to coach sims afterward they had one dude on that receiver who's an all-american oh and and we're throwing there's there's you know, twelve, 12 seconds left though. in this last play. Who? Why? You, why don't you have a safety behind them? Wow. You know, but it was awesome, and the kids have so much fun, man. And it was it was so cold, but they didn't care. Um But that's something as as you know as my kids were young, you know, we couldn't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But now they're older, and it, it's fun. You know, your kids are, are still little um but it's so cool like this year I had Mateo at the varsity games and mm-hmm. the JV games you know and I know your son Julian goes to a few things yep. you know helps you out too yeah
2: he's he's our ball boy him and uh Jeremy's son nice um so he's i mean he counts down the days till first game <laughs> so he's pretty excited um he goes to the scrimmages sometimes yeah. but like he will get home and he'll be like dad we whoop their butts <laughs> I'm like yeah you, don't say that there though like don't, you don't want to make anybody mad, yeah. but, yeah, he's he's super into it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wants to be in the gym. Yeah. And, it, and like, he, he looks up to those guys. So, like, Casey and Sean, even though they're the best players, like, they take the time to get to know him and yeah. play with them and stuff. Like, he comes home and plays on his little tight soup and is yelling <laughs> Sean Craig or Casey Hunt <laughs> every time he shoots. He's not yelling Jordan or, yeah. or Kobe. He's,
1: yeah. So. It, it, it's cool, it, it, I mean, it feels so awesome to have, like, Mateo out there with me, you know Is there ever, because I know this happened to me several times um, Where I'm, sometimes I'm more nervous with what he's doing, or how he's doing stuff than I, I was like, okay, I gotta, like, coach Focus this on game this here game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: so that <laughs> that even happened yesterday at our scrimmage oh, Like, it? he was sitting on the bench, but I couldn't see him yeah. And I was standing on the baseline, because we'll take a, a coach on each baseline during scrimmages okay. And I'm, like, looking over at the bench, and I'm, like, where is Jul- where did he go? And then I see his little feet pop out, and I'm, like, okay, he's good. He's uh, good. Yeah. But same thing. Like, I'm always, like, all right, is he over there? All right, he's good. But even during timeouts, I get nervous. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, timeouts, we put our chairs out. Coach sits down. He's ready to draw up a play. And sometimes Julian will walk right through the middle <laughs> of it, and I'm, like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> so, like, I'll have to remind him, like, you gotta stand on the outside of the huddle, mm-hmm. like you can watch, but make sure that you don't walk right through when yeah. he's talking.
1: <laughs> and, and sometimes it's it's good for I know even just being a parent, it's good for other parents to tell my kids something. Like, oh yeah, hey, hey, don't do that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that happens Friday nights. Even our coach, Coach Connor, said on our, on our uh, banquet, he goes, "These kids get every Friday night. They spend their whole night getting yelled at, mm-hmm. and they come back every other Friday, or and yep. in, in, in a couple of the kids' cases." Mateo and uh, another the kid that does it on varsity, he does they do it for J V too. So they come back every time. Yeah. You know, and and I really I really enjoy that they can handle that stuff. Right. Because sometimes it's hey, hey, let's go water and other times it's water <laughs> <laughs> Where are Mateo <laughs> where <on."> are <laughs> Yes,
2: yes. Cause, and, well because <laughs> the energy is just up. So yes. it's not even like Supposed to? It's not to be mean. It's just, you just hype. The already. moment, <laughs> it's the moment. Yeah,
1: but 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 I love that he gets to be out there. Yeah, you know, and and if he plays football or not, you know, when he gets older, it's it's he gets the experience of this stuff. For you sure. know, and sometimes I see him and all of his little buddies. Sometimes they get too into it, like they'll be. We're on the, the five going in, and they're on the five. Mm-hmm. I'm t- t- I keep telling them, like, guys, you don't have, if we have a call, a, t- a timeout, they got you got to come back anyway. But they're so, <laughs> they just keep following it down, <laughs> down the sidelines. I'm like, guys, let's, a couple of you need to stay back right. over here. But, but they, they love it, man. Yeah. And it just, I'm sure Julian loves it too. He loves does. out there, man. Yep.
2: He, and, he, um, Last year I was really nervous cuz he was only 4 most of the season. Okay. Um he turned 5 he turned 5 in January so it was like half and half but I was like is he old enough yet? I don't know. I know but he did man. really well. Yeah. Um and he he's starting to understand the game. Like even when he plays, he doesn't double dribble like most 5-year-olds yeah, do. Yeah. He he knows like I got to keep my pivot foot <laughs> like and and I'm not trying to like force him to lo- to love it. Sure. He just wants to be around it. I think it's because he sees how much I'm invested in it, yeah. and he wants to be like me. So, well, I think it's more. Hey, this basketball is cool,
1: but I also get to be with my dad, right? Doing this cool thing. Yep. You know, I I was I was nervous too because I didn't let Mateo do anything varsity until this year. Mm-hmm. He he turned ten this year. He helped me with JV the past few years because it's JV and it doesn't it's not that big a deal for for water water mm-hmm. boy. Um, but I was nervous this year. His first time being varsity, uh, he, he was the ball boy the first game, and then I told our coach, "I go, he can't do it. I, he, I go, he's too young. He's he's all over. You know." The, I was like, "Why? Why is where it's at?" The ball boy
2: like can get intense
1: too. Yes, yeah. You gotta you gotta be ready, right. especially when it's <laughs> raining. You know. Right? Luckily for the very first game, it was fine. We didn't need balls that much, you yeah. know. Um, but but he did a really good job, and um, and like I said, if. I'm sure you're the same way. If, if Julian decides, I don't want to play basketball, like it's going to suck because you coach basketball, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be like, no, you're playing basketball. Right. You know, so like next year, Mateo gets to play tackle football for the first time. Nice. And at the beginning of the football season, he was kind of hesitant about it. And then I asked him at the end, I go, you're you going to play tackle next year? He goes, yeah. So he's been playing flag football. I keep telling him get, mm-hmm. get all the catches and runs you can because that ain't gonna be your future, dude. Because
2: <laughs> that's ending real quick. <laughs> yep.
1: I go, I go. If you want to touch the ball, you can be a center, you right. know? And, and he does that now. He's okay. he's the center for his flag football team, and he still goes out for passes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but he does a good job. So I'm looking forward to it because it, it is a, a new thing, and it's a new thing for us being parents. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's scary because it's tackle, you know. But he's also big, and I'm not that worried because he's yeah. a big dude. He yeah. just he's just a little softy sometimes,
2: <laughs> but yeah. So same same thing you said though. Like if Julian loves soccer, he loves basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if he decides he doesn't want to play either of them, I mean it will be a bummer because I played them and and I love them. Yeah, but I'm not gonna ever say no. You're playing. Yeah, yeah. So that's tough, man. I, I've I've coached, um,
1: I've coached a few kids that I know their parents make them, and I've played with kids that, mm-hmm. that their parents make them. And and my dad all about made me my freshman year. Um, he still gave me the choice, but he was it was pretty set. Like, no, you're gonna play because we're moving to a new city and you got to meet friends before school starts. Um, but I'm glad I did, you know. But I I can't fathom like just making my kids do things, right? You know, like like now we sign them up for things and we kind of make them do it because like, hey, you've never tried this before, just give it a try. We did it with soccer for Mateo, and I could tell from the beginning that it wasn't <laughs> yeah, going to be for yeah. him. Uh, but he tried it. You know, he tried it for for like a year. I think there was like two different sessions, maybe mm-hmm. a year and a half. He tried it. Uh, his sister tried it too, and she didn't like it either. That might have been more of a hey, my brother doesn't like it. I don't want to be here either. But they find what they like, mm-hmm. you know. And Mateo does. He's really good in school. He likes student council. He's on student council, which is nice. a new thing. Like I was that I, the I,
2: newspaper I, article. Yeah, yeah. yeah I they saw that. <laughs> they uh,
1: donated. Uh, candy to the soldiers. Oh, they okay. the candy nice. to donate. So yeah, he was all about that man. He he really likes that and uh, playing basketball now. Uh, which I think this is only the second time he's played basketball. So I, the first night he comes home, I go, "Were you the? Let me know if you're the tallest kid, because I'll know where your job's going to be." <laughs> I was oh, like, no, no. I was like, "Were <laughs> you the tallest kid?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Okay,
2: well I know what that we can work on a little yep. bit." <laughs> Post moves here we come. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Show him the drop step. That's all he needs. <laughs> He can drop step middle. He's
1: good to go. I keep trying to. He's he he has to work on jumping. Mm. I was like, you're tall, but let's mm-hmm. work on jumping a little bit here, you know. Which is a weird thing. You you never think you have to teach kids how to jump. You think it just comes. Yeah, but, but it, I mean, all kids know how to jump, but not
2: properly. Not in sync with when they should. Jump. <laughs> that or like, hey, bend your knees. Right. You know? Yeah. No, but <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially like the younger kids mm-hmm. like. They just like I'll throw a ball to Julian. He jumps before it re- releases from my hand. I'm like, dude, you got to time that a little yeah, better. Man. You didn't even know if you had to jump yet. Yeah. Yeah. The ball didn't even get released. You don't know if it was over your head or not.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny too, and that's one of my favorite things of coaching little kids is just why I coach flag football for kindergartners mm-hmm. and just see them how they do things. It's it's fun, you know, all that stuff. I. I I will coach uh, the same way I can coach kindergartners. I ended up coaching eighteen-year-olds that same way. It's always the same stuff, yep. you know. You just got to say the wording differently, you know, which which is something I learned pretty quick, mm-hmm. you know. And it's helpful. It's helpful coaching all kinds of people.
2: Yep. Well, and another thing that I learned throughout, like just coaching in general, like when I coached junior high, especially, I I don't think I was a great coach when I coached junior high. I don't think I'm a great coach now. I think I'm good. Yeah. But as a seventh and eighth grade coach I kind of just expected them to know what I was talking about Uh-oh. but even on the freshman level maybe even JV you got to kind of break it down way more than you would expect yeah so like even when we're doing drills that like for me it's like duh this is easy <laughs> you kind of got to walk them through like yeah. this is how I want you to do it this is how you're going to get the shot that you want <laughs> like well when I was a receivers coach that we did the same drill every day
1: uh, stances and starts, mm-hmm. and that seems simple. And I'm sure they just go through the motions. But every day I tell them, like, okay, it's like I'm explaining the drill, brand new. Yeah. And if they're not doing it, then I say, hey, you're not rolling off your foot, or you're pushing off your your back foot, or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And but it, but it's for me starting at the beginning every time. And now it goes quicker the more you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important all that stuff because you don't want to lose that right you know and you don't want to lose anything but especially at the beginning of whatever mm-hmm. you're doing um how how old is your other son now one one what turns one name?
2: in september yeah. bryson bryson okay yep. how is it having two kids now crazy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> julian was so easy okay um as a baby bryson's not hard but he's like destructive okay um so like julian didn't like draw on walls <laughs> stuff like that and i can already <laughs> see that happening yeah. like he hasn't yet yeah but he will go by a table and just swipe everything off of the table <laughs> or he'll punch you in the face. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, my daughter Lillian was the same way.
1: Like, she's total it was total opposite of Mateo. And even now, she's 7, he's 10. He's calm, cool, collected. She is a, just <laughs> a crazy. ball of fire. <laughs> yes. Which I, hopefully
2: serves her well as she gets older, mm. but now it,
1: it's not serving me well, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but, I mean, we talk about it all the time. I'm like, he's going to be the kid that gets in trouble at school. Yeah, like Julian is so good at school; he never gets in trouble. He's he's kind of soft. Like yeah. if a kid messes with him, he doesn't hit him back. He like goes and cries and tells. Like, yeah. yeah, I said Bryson's going to be the one that beats a kid up because they say something to him.
1: Like, you know, I thought that too with Lillian. But uh, what I found and and what I I I heard this thing or I read it somewhere um, on social media somewhere. If your kids if your kids come home and like act up at home and cry and yell and whatever, you know that doesn't mean they're bad kids. That means they, at home they get to express their emotions mm. and it's a, it, you're free to do that without getting into trouble. Um, but I, so I thought Lillian was gonna be the same way, like where she's gonna get in trouble, mm-hmm. but she's not. She's totally opposite of what she does at home. She's respectful. Sometimes our our, our parent teacher conference, she, our t- her teacher said like sometimes she. Looks to see what other people are doing before she does stuff. And me and Andrew are both like, really?
2: (laughs) At home, there's no component.
1: (laughs) No, no. At at home, she's, I want this, I do this, I'm doing all this. Yes. (laughs) But at school, she's like, yeah, just a few things where she sees what other people are doing and, and, and kind of slows down. I go, man, that's crazy. But but I'm glad it's 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 like that. Yeah. Because you want if they're at a friend's house or at school, you want them to behave. If mm-hmm. if you come home and I'm mad at you because you're going nuts, well, whatever. You know, that's right? Just, I'd rather be here than anywhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe maybe Bryson won't be that kid. Hopefully. <laughs> 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 but maybe it's a difference between a boy and a girl. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a you're a big Ohio State fan. Yes. Right. Um, and uh, man, I texted my buddy yesterday who's a Michigan State fan. Mm-hmm. When it was forty-two nothing halfway through the second quarter, and, and I just go, "Dude," he goes, "I'm gonna go clean my bathroom. <laughs> I'm done with this." I go, "Hey, make sure you make sure when you when you're using harsh chemicals, keep the door open." Oh you my know? god, that was I was um, I mean I didn't think Michigan State was gonna win, right? And I don't think you thought that either. But forty-two nothing halfway through the second quarter,
2: it was just it was one of those weird games that like as it's playing out, you're like, okay, like. When is it going to go sour for Ohio State? <laughs> like, there's no way that they can keep doing this. Like, even when it was 21 nothing, uh-huh. I was texting somebody and saying, "Ohio State better score here," because at some point Michigan State's going to come with it, and it just never happened. <laughs> That's not nice. and and Stroud 32 might, or 35. <laughs> he might have the Heisman. Like, as long as he uh-huh. plays well against Michigan and wins it, yeah. and then Big Ten championship, probably Wisconsin. Yeah, um, I think it's his now. Yeah, that I mean, man that.
1: I didn't watch any of it. We were, um, what was I doing? Oh, I, I took it out to the vet and we were doing some other stuff. But I, uh, as I as I get older, I realize I don't watch as much college football as I used to mm-hmm. just because we're so busy all the time. Um, but yeah, when I came home, plus, it's, Texas is well, plus Texas. Well, because they suck. <laughs> they lost six games in a row or whatever now. Um, but it, it's it, to see the score when I got back, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's insane.
2: It was just, it reminded me of the Big Ten Championship uh, when they beat Wisconsin, like 58, oh, nothing. Like it was just one of those where, like I was in attendance at that game and I was just like, what is going on? Like, how is this happening? Cause that's when they had Cardale Jones. Oh yeah. Third, yeah. Cause third yeah. string quarterback, yeah. <laughs> but not, not the same situation, but the feel of the game, like this is a top 10 team and, and they don't look like it. And a good thing for Ohio state is they didn't let Walker get going. Yeah. Um, they were down 21 nothing before they blinked, so he had six carries yesterday. Oh, jeez. And the dude averages 155 yards or something. Yeah. So being able to take out him basically from the start, mm-hmm. I mean, there was no chance for Michigan State to ever get back in it without being able to give it to him yeah. 25 times. Yeah. That's then- tough
1: when, when you when you have one – and I don't know. I know with my buddy, he always says we never have a quarterback. We can never throw the ball. And I don't know if that's different now. Um, it sounds like they still run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. But to be able to just like have to disregard one part of your game, you yeah. know,
2: that's to make yourself one dimensional. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, in football, more than any sport, it it highlight like people are going to take advantage of that. <laughs> like yeah. now we can start sending more guys. Yep. We can.
1: <laughs> yep. We've... What do you think about this week against Michigan?
2: I I think it's going to be close cuz it's at Michigan. I think Ohio State wins probably by two scores. Um I think Ohio State if they were home could open it up a little bit. I yeah. think they'd win by 21 to 28. Mm-hmm. Um which is a blowout in yeah. that game. Yeah. Um it's a blowout, ninety game. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to be nice, but I think it will be about a ten, ten to fourteen point game. Yeah, and I think Michigan will have chances late, um, and Ohio State will make the stops they need. Um, you, know, you know, what's crazy to me is just how one sided it's been.
1: Now, yeah. I was talking to a, a dad of a, one of the player, my football players, and he's like, "Yeah." Uh, I was asking about his older son who plays baseball at OU now. He's like, "He's like, yeah, Luke has... He's 18 and he's watched them beat him one time.
2: Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, that's insane. And <laughs> in the year they beat him, Ohio State was in between coaches, and oh yeah, the Luke Fickle year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I I just think it, you're looking at one of the best offensive lines in football versus one of the best defensive lines. Mm. Who's gonna break, um, or is it gonna be pretty balanced? I mean, I'm I expect Hutchinson to get pressure. I expect. I can't think of his name. Their, their other DN to yeah. get pressure on Ohio State. Can Stroud make those throws that he's been making with with guys in his face? Yeah. Um, Ohio State's receiving core might be the best. That's crazy. To Ever. Yeah. Ever play college football? <laughs> um, I saw a
1: stat of of all three of those guys, and like, oh, holy shit, they're, <laughs> they're all gonna good. have a thousand yards yeah. this year. Yeah. Like,
2: and Ohio State has five guys with th- with a thousand yards in Ohio State history. Oh, in really? A season. Oh, I didn't know five that. Five total. Oh, my God. And they're, they're going to have three, three, this three this year. This year. And, <laughs> That's like right, video game numbers. Right now, Jackson Smith, the jig butt, has 1,000. He's our third receiver. Jeez. He's already at 1,000. Wilson and Olave are still trying to catch up. That's uh, That makes it, like, because
1: in any sport, you're like, all right, who can we shut down, you know? Like, okay, it doesn't matter if you shut one of them or try right. to shut one of them down.
2: You and, know? and and then they have a, a freshman running back, Henderson, yeah. who is averaging eight yards a carry, like, <laughs> There's nowhere that you can like you can't focus on one thing. Yeah, yeah. Because they just can beat you in so many ways.
1: Do you, do you guys have because Noah and his family, little boys like Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have parties or get together for the game all the time?
2: Not all the time. Oh. Um, sometimes we get together for it, but I'm one of those Ohio State fans. Well, you just have to watch a by yourself. I, I'm a watch by really? myself. Oh, man. Every every team. <laughs> well, not every team. Um, Cowboys and and Buckeyes. I like to watch at home. Okay. Um, so like I don't like going to like parties to watch to watch ohio state michigan and stuff like one year we were watching at home kenya and i were um this was when julian was young he was probably one and i'm settling in it's like eleven forty, getting ready to watch the game nervous like always yeah. in comes like five of kenya's family members <laughs> do <laughs> they like ohio state of Three of them and then two of them like Michigan. Okay. And I looked at Kenya and I go, What are they doing here? (laughs) And she like didn't know they were coming. Oh they they just showed up to watch the game. And I'm like, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to the basement. (laughs) So I left. Did they bring food at least? No. Oh man. They just came to watch the game. I'm like, yep, don't do I don't do this. So (laughs) catch you guys after. And my TV. Was like a second behind theirs. I don't oh, know why. No. So like I'd hear them scream, and I couldn't tell who was screaming. So yeah. I'm like something big's gonna happen. Dang. So it was it was a rough year. We won though, so it, I guess that's good. I like I
1: enjoy. um Watching with people, my dad, my dad says he has to have someone there because he gets too into it mm-hmm. and he realizes he, like, that settles him in. Yeah, if someone's there, he can like talk to somebody, mm-hmm. not necessarily about the game, but just talking, yeah. whatever you know. And um, but I like watch, I like watching more uh, a game now with people because Mateo likes watching mm-hmm. games, so we'll sit together and watch, and he'll ask questions and yep. stuff. So that's cool. But um, there was never really a time where I had like I had to watch something by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it. Um, I remember when the Spurs were in the playoffs. I think it was the last year we won the championship in fourteen, and um, we didn't even ha- we didn't have a house then, so we were living at Andrea's parents' house. And I was watching it in their living room. It's a late game, and I'm just like pacing back and forth, <laughs> just watching it. <laughs> That's me. Um, and I get when I get nervous, I get cold. My teeth start chattering oh, for whatever reason. I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. But same thing happened when the Indians were in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Like Andrea was there, but she fell asleep. So it's just me watching it because my kids were little and. That's on a Wednesday, you
2: know. Where who's yeah. gonna come over? You know. Right. So I don't
1: mind watching it, but I do enjoy having people around mm-hmm. with for that stuff.
2: I don't. I don't mind. Like if if Mike wanted to come over to watch Ohio State, yeah. I'll watch it with him. Yeah. But I don't want certain people, yeah. sure, or a bunch and, of people. And Mike is kind of how I am when I watch a game. I don't okay. want people that have different energy or vibes than <laughs> I do. Like you gotta you gotta like be super nervous on third down, stand up and yeah. and like freak out when stuff happens but not like throw TVs and yeah, stuff but like yeah. like Ohio State gets a third down and four I stand up I'm like all right <laughs> here we go we got to get this or we got to get this stop yeah yeah so like I've I've I feel like I've calmed myself down a lot mm-hmm. um I've never been like uh destroy stuff when stuff yeah. doesn't go our way but I used to like if we lost be like i'm not going anywhere for the rest oh, of man. the day yeah. <laughs> like,
1: you know what caught me down is when i when when we had a mateo yeah and it changed i think not necessarily like i thought of it but it just subconsciously it changed my mm-hmm. perspective on sports in general like oh they lost oh i gotta go change this diaper yeah or whatever you know yep. so there's other things you gotta worry about plus uh,
2: i have to scout saturday night so oh, do you? they better win because <laughs> 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 i'm gonna be in a bad mood regardless <laughs> if they lose so i need to go scout um, it, w- is
1: Mike in your grade, or is he with? Uh, um, him and Noah were the same age. Okay, yeah. I, I like that you guys. Um, because how many years are you and Noah apart? Three. Okay, because that doesn't happen all the time. Where We're like, hey, we're really good friends with the same person. Right. You know. Right. I like. I think that's cool because it it, it makes it easier to. Not that it's hard to hang out with a sibling, mm-hmm. but it like if you guys have the same friends, it makes it a lot easier to get together for things. Yeah. And, same best friend you know?
2: I mean they Would hang out every day When they were 14 yeah. To the time they graduated So we were always around each other um, When I was like When they were 14 I was 11 So yeah. I was kind of the annoying brother sure. But once I got into like High school age Or even junior high I feel like I was more accepted Like they let yeah you, you can come. hang out yeah. Like we're gonna play Madden all night
1: <laughs> And as a younger brother You're like I don't even care if I get to Hold the control I'm right. just down here Yep <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I know. my My brother was always off doing things, uh, doing stuff he probably shouldn't be doing. So we didn't have that as much. Mm-hmm. Plus, for whatever reason, he didn't he didn't watch sports. Mm-hmm. That was me and my dad uh, did that quite a bit. Um, so it, it's cool to 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 see that right. you know, that you guys are such good friends with with the same same guys. You
2: know? Well, and even like Ohio State, Michigan are this huge rivalry, but like. I want Michigan to lose every game. No one wants Ohio State to lose every game, but we don't like rubbing in each other's face. Yeah. Like even last night, I'm watching Michigan and I'm texting. them like, "Wow, that's a great, great catch!" Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not not rooting for them, sure. but I can recognize when something is happening. Like
1: I think that's a shift as you get older too. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, when you're younger, you're like, "No, screw you." Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. And we both like Dallas, which is good. Yeah. Um, we can root for the same team on Sundays. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> I just saw a picture of you guys. Was that a few
1: years ago where you guys went to Detroit? Was yeah, that-, that was
2: two years ago. Oh, okay, um, All right. Dallas played there, um, and I, I've never been to Dallas for a game. So yeah, me neither. I want to go to one soon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I went when at that for the old stadium when I was really little. Yeah. Um, but m- just yesterday, Andrea asked Mateo, I was "Like, what do you what do you think your dream present would be?" And immediately he goes, "I want to go to a Cowboys game <laughs> <laughs> immediately." And and I look Cleveland. I- <laughs> I I looked up their schedule, and they only have, I think they only have three home games left. They have a lot of away games. I know that. One is, I think, uh, New Year's Day or the day after, or the second, maybe. And then one is um, Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, they got the Raiders. They got the football team. (laughs) The football team. (laughs) And yeah, one more I can't
1: think of who. So so we couldn't we couldn't swing it. Cardinals but, maybe. But uh, I have three friends that live in Dallas, and one mm. is a big Cowboys fan, and his wife has a friend who works for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and he always said like, "Hey, if you can find a uh, plane ticket, come in on a Saturday, leave on a Monday, I'll get us tickets." Nice. I Said all right. So, but that's gonna have to be next year. We just we yeah. can't swing it this year. And my my dad goes down to Texas a few times a year. He goes, mm. "What about me?" I go, "Yeah, you can come with me." <laughs> he goes, "No, like."
2: Without you. <laughs> <laughs> if I just want to go, I'm there all the time. I was like, I don't know. I can call him an ask that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Kenya and I have talked about going down for a game at some point. Um, she likes the Steelers, mm-hmm. but she just wants to go for a vacation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just to try somewhere new. Yeah. And if they play Pittsburgh, I mean, tickets would be ridiculous. Sure. Yeah.
1: I'm sure you can find something, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Do you find it harder? Like, I don't know. I know with us, we can only go on vacation at certain times of the year because of coaching. Uh, and our kids are a little older, so it's a little easier to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. But you have two young kids now. Mm-hmm. Do you, is there even thoughts of
2: vacations? So she knows. <laughs> or Vegas. Va- You've gone to Vegas. Yeah. Few times. Our vacation schedule is season ends in March. Yeah. So we got March, April, and May if we want. Yeah. June is no good because we're allowed to um, like be in Too shootouts okay. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I can't like April and May, we do stuff for basketball, but it's like open gym. Yeah. So if, if I miss a few days, it's okay. Then July, it peels back a little bit. So if we wanted to go somewhere, we could August, there's no contact. So that's a good month. And then it pretty much shuts down after that. yeah I yeah. mean, cause September, October is it's still like open gym and workouts, but Needed a little bit more because we are getting closer to the season Mm -hmm. than once the season starts. Yeah. There's not many whole weekends off. Yeah.
1: I know that's – for us, it's August to whenever we're done. And then luckily, uh, this job at the Metro Parks I have, I can take vacation in the winter. Mm -hmm. At UT, it was kind of like – it wasn't a rule, but you kind of don't take vacations in the Mm -hmm. winter, so it was a really short window. But this year, it's whenever football's over, we can vacation until August because our summer stuff – uh, kind of like with you, like, yeah, we have summer practices, but if we miss it, it's not, you know, that big a deal. Right. You know. We got enough guys that can cover it. Yeah, and yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, we usually, we try to go to Vegas every year. Um, that, I've been, that's never appealed to me. I've been seven times. Yeah, so. I just, I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, I, I told Andrew, I was like, we should go one time just to go, but it, it's, I mean, we don't gamble. Yeah. Um, they do have. I'm sure they have a lot of
2: good shows. The and shows are stuff. really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never seen a bad show there. Yeah and the food is like out of this world yeah. like every food everything that we've eaten there is good yeah um and just kind of sightseeing um like just seeing like the casinos and stuff is cool even if you don't gamble yeah but we both like to gamble so yeah. it's a a big benefit i you, guess you do sports betting and stuff when
1: you're yeah. there too yeah. yeah that's that's one thing i'm i'm always like i like doing that too like on my phone mm-hmm. um but i'm always nervous about it like i don't want to get cuz my 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 grandma was super into gambling. My mom was just an addictive personality. My brother yeah. has an addictive personality. I'm like, I can't. get it. I gotta have. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> yes, I can't. I don't think. I don't think this is me. And I don't think it was either. I think we went to Canada when we were 19. I mm-hmm. uh, played three card poker. I won a. I had a straight flush. I won 400 bucks. I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. Immediately took that those chips, put them in one pocket, and didn't touch them the rest of the night. Yeah. So so I always look back I'm like I don't think that will ever be me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about sports <laughs> sports yeah. betting. When I was
2: there in May, I went with a first-timer because um, Kenya was supposed to go, but she got accepted into the firefighter oh, academy, yeah. so she couldn't go. Yeah. Um, so I invited my friend, and we're playing blackjack, and he's never played blackjack. So we were literally in the airport, and I was teaching him how to play <laughs> blackjack, <laughs> telling him what you hit, what you don't hit, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And like, the first night, he's up like $500. He's like feeling real good. And he started betting big. Yeah. And he lost a couple in a row. I said, it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah. And he ended up going from up 500 to down 400 Dang. So a $900 swing <laughs> in in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. That happened so quick. Man. And he, he was like, I'm not gambling the rest of the time. <laughs> I was like, dude, we got another two days here. <laughs> and so like uh, the, the whole last day, he didn't gamble at all. Yeah. I was like, I'm man. still gambling. Yeah, like, yeah. When you go, it's one of those things like <laughs> this sounds stupid, but when you go there, you got to expect to lose and sure. hope you win. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, whenever I gamble, I did slots.
1: And if I, whenever I made so much money, I cashed out. Yeah. And put that little slip in my pocket mm-hmm. and then put more money in. And, and if I lost it, I lost it. But I still had, I knew I was always going home with something. Yeah.
2: So, yep. I, like I, even, I even if we go to Hollywood Casino, I'll be like, taking whatever, $100, $200, whatever yep. it is. No, I'm not taking my, my debit card yeah, in. Once yeah. that's gone, that's the end Wonder. of the night. <laughs> I go find something to eat. Yep. <laughs> Once that's gone, it's it. All right, Evan. Man, thanks.
1: Uh, thanks again for coming out here. Um, I appreciate you wanting to come on the podcast. Um, I I said it to you at the at Noah's wedding. I don't know if you remember because everyone was pretty having a good time. <laughs> um, but Noah and all you guys pretty excited, ex- accepted me, into your group pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that because it's it's not always. Uh, an easy thing to make friends when you get older mm-hmm. or not like I'm super old but as an adult so I appreciate that because you guys have become good friends and I know I can if I needed something you guys would help me out so uh, for thanks, sure. thanks for doing that man oh definitely and, uh, and good luck in the season uh, I'm sure we'll be talking at some point um, and hopefully we can uh, you can come on and celebrate a really good season at the end of the basketball sounds good alright thanks again to my guest Evan Bauer lead assistant for the Northview varsity basketball team um, we spent the first 27 minutes talking about Northview basketball, it's awesome it's, it's cool to have him so passionate about, uh, about what he does uh, that we can speak that long And it's, it's interesting to learn different uh, styles or how they go about their season and um, I look forward to uh, keeping track of them and you better believe I'll be at that Perisburg-Northview game when they come uh, come to Perisburg please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast it means the world to me if we can get this podcast off the ground and running, you don't have to share the whole, all the episodes. Just share one you like. Uh, one podcast, uh, if you share one, could turn into a subscriber down the road. So any little bit helps. Uh, my, my Gmail is the nerdballpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on all the social medias Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find me at Twitter at the pod. Instagram is the Nerd Ball Podcast, and Facebook is a page at the Nerd Ball Podcast. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cutterfish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. The Princess Pod with your host Lillian. Lillian, how's it going? Good. Yeah, what do we get into this weekend?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: What would you do this weekend? You didn't you did some stuff. What'd you do?
0: I did the baton. Yeah, where was that at? I don't know. What
1: do you mean you don't know? I
0: forget.
1: At Levis Commons.
0: Levis Commons.
1: Yeah, you got to do a solo, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a still uh double part. There's another part of my solo.
1: That you didn't do yet? That
0: I did two baton.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we got to get another baton, huh?
0: Mhm.
1: Someone call you. Um all right, well, was it fun? Do you have fun doing it? Uh-huh. Hey, do you have fun do you have fun doing it? Uh-huh good. what's your what do you think your favorite trick is to do on the baton?
0: The under the arm toss:
1: Yeah, the, you caught one from behind the back yesterday. <laughs> Were you surprised?:
0: No, I did a thumb toss then
1: but still, it behind your back though. yeah.
0: I've caught that one before.
1: Yeah, but it was cool. I've never seen you do it. yeah., well, what trick do you want to do next? What do you mean? Like like you see the big girls doing tricks, certain tricks. What do you want to do that they're doing?
0: Um, I don't know. No? Double elbow.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, the elbows are nice. They're, they're, that's cool. They
0: can do like 20.
1: Yeah? Have you tried elbows before?
0: I've tried elbow, just one elbow. roll.
1: Yeah? Yeah, how'd it go?
0: It's easy. It's, it's a oh. piece of cake.
1: Oh, piece of cake. Why wasn't that in your solo?
0: It is in my solo.
1: Is it? I didn't yes. know, I didn't if notice. I do,
0: so I do it the front, the regular way, and then I do it this way. Oh. Like, like um, over like this.
1: Okay. All right. Nice. And we had a cool, a nice dinner last night. Yeah, me and you and Mateo.
0: I got to um, remember when it was just about to close. Uh,
1: Book, Oh, but the bookstore? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That was hilarious. It was like just about to close.
1: Yeah. He snuck in there.
0: (laughs) We made it really fast, got a poppet, and went.
1: Yep, you're right.
0: Mateo got like an octopus poppet. It's like a giant poppet. And I got a hard poppet, which there's like plastic on the outside, and then there's the poppet. I've never seen one of those before. My friend has one, though.
1: So you have seen one of those before. Okay, fine. But
0: (laughs) um, I've touched it before, and it felt weird, though, because it's like more like sturdy. Yes, yes. So you can't like... Do the drag with it. Correct. It's really cut. No, you. it has double good sides. You can do this.
1: Oh, double good sides. Yeah. Oh, is it because it's sturdy, you think? Yeah. Well, that's good.
0: Yeah, because when it's not sturdy, um, when I try to pop it like this um, on the bad side, it just goes everywhere and it doesn't work. My friend just tried to pop it. Oh, yeah? She, she just poked all the... The little poppets through, and I got one of the poppets. Oh, no. But it's actually like a. No, she did on purpose. Oh. And it's actually kind of like a fidget because you can just pop it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth.
1: Oh, nice.
0: And, uh, um, wait. Is that the like clock?
1: Yeah, that's a clock.
0: It's a clock? Yeah, clock? why? Oh. I didn't know it was a clock.
1: Oh. All right. Anything else for, for the people?
0: Wait. Is that the month on it? The month. Yep. The eleventh.
1: That spot where it says month. Yeah, that's the month.
0: So the so the first month is January, second month February, third month March. But the, what's October? Ten. I don't remember October being ten. I remember it being eleven.
1: Well, November's eleven.
0: <laughs> is that like a Texas clock?
1: That's why it's Texas. Yep. <laughs> All right, Lil' Bill. Say goodbye to your people. Is that a head? You know that's a head. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: Canyon's head. Mm -hmm. All right. Say goodbye to your peoples.
0: Bye, my little pretties.